Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. My name is Matt Scaff. In this episode, I want to tell you guys how I found jiu-jitsu. So I've been training almost nine years now. I started when I was 20. Obviously, I have made many changes in my life, and I'm a completely different person in a lot of ways. In my later teen years, starting when I was about 18, I started partying a lot. From 18 to probably 19 and a half, I had really gotten in this lifestyle where I was drinking heavily, uh, drinking heavily often. And alcohol really became a huge issue. Started off once a week. I'd always had sports in my life. And so from the age of, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, I had a focus. And I loved training. I really thought that I was going to play professional soccer one day. That was my first love. And I started playing soccer when I was four years old. And it just was my dream to play professionally. Well, I had a few really bad leg injuries. And I didn't realize at the time, but I got depressed without soccer. And so I turned to the party scene. I had a couple of friends that were really big into it. They were a couple years older than me and... I don't know. I love being around them. They were really funny guys, and we'd just go out and drink. And what started as once a week, a couple of beers, became five, six days a week, and a lot of beers and a lot of shots. <laughs> and I didn't realize how far I had sunk into that lifestyle and how deep I was into it until one of my best friends, he was actually playing college soccer. He invited me to come work out with him. Growing up a soccer player, running was always something I did. And my high school team, you had to come into the season and be able to run under a six-minute mile. That was pretty easy for me. Well, my friend was like, hey, man, I'm going to go run uh, a mile and then some sprints. Do you want to come? And I was like, ah, yeah, sure, I'm not doing anything. I only made it a quarter of a mile before I had to stop and walk. And it was so uh, uh, humiliating to me. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, It was just really humiliating. And it really just showed me, besides gaining a few pounds and my shorts weren't starting to fit, (laughs) it really showed me what bad a shape I was. Like my health was deteriorating. And a couple of other things happened. I made a mistake here, made a mistake there, and I realized I needed to get out of there. And so at the time, I was um, taking classes in college. I dropped out, and I started working at Fort Knox. I was really lucky. My dad um, was high up in like the tank division, so in the armor division. And at the time, Fort Knox was moving all the armor, so like all the tanks, all that type of thing, all that type of stuff down to Fort Benning. Well, they really needed a lot of help. And so I got hired on working for the government and I was making great money. Well, my job twice a week, I would do a ton of work, but then three days a week, I would do nothing. And so I just would sit there all day and it just was so soul sucking didn't really enjoy my job. It was a logistics job, so a lot of counting and a lot of you know making sure uh, the equipment's still in good use, that type of thing. And every three weeks, it seemed like I'd be like, "Man, I haven't drank in three weeks." And then one of my best friends would, you know, 
invite me up to a party or, you know, hey, man, come out with us tonight. And I'd go, ah, dude, I'm not drinking right now. He's like, dude, you don't have to drink. Just come with us. Well, one beer would always turn into 10. I'd always end up getting drunk. And I'd wake up the next day and go, oh, I can't believe I did it again. And I just, I couldn't have just one drink. And it gotten to the point where I was addicted. It just, something would trigger in my brain when I had one beer and I'd have 10, I'd have 15. And I'd be blacking out and just making poor decisions. And again, I'm working this job at the time. I'd been working there almost a year. Taking classes online in college, but just didn't have a passion. Didn't really know why I was waking up in the morning. You know, didn't have that thing that made me want to be a better person. And I was doing well in the job in Fort Knox, and they wanted to give me a big raise to go down and keep working and doing the same thing I was doing, but just down in Fort Benning. And they were going to give me like a $10,000 raise. And at the age of you know, I'm getting ready to be 20 at the time, at the age of 20 years old, man, that's a ton of money, you know? And I thought like, man, I could be set for the rest of my life. I was investing a lot. I was saving and I was like, man, like I'm good. I've got a good job, but I just was missing something. And so I quit. I told him I couldn't go. And I went and backpacked around Europe for a few months, just went small suitcase, no real plans and just traveled. I was gone for a few months and I thought long and hard and I decided my parents at the time were living in Huntsville, Alabama. My dad had, you know, he didn't want to go to Fort Benning and keep doing the tank stuff with the armor division. He got a job working missile defense. And so he had been down there for a few years. I decided, um, I'd visited a couple of times and my parents were just like, why don't you come down to Alabama? Start over. And I knew I had to because I knew if I went back to Kentucky, I was going to keep drinking. And it was one of the best things I ever did. And I would tell any of you guys, like, if you're struggling with something like that, the best thing you can do is just make a clean exit. You, all, you almost have to just cut all those people out. I shouldn't say almost. That's what I had to do. I had to cut all of them out and start over again. And so moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Didn't know anybody. Well, one of my best friends, who has always been a positive influence in my life, had been telling me about this thing called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And when I moved down here, I didn't really have much going on. I didn't have a job yet. Um, I had saved up a lot of money for my government job. And I knew I wanted to give something a try, like something new to go obviously meet people. So... I remember one night, I was talking to my buddy. I was like, dude, he'd been training for like four or five months at this point. And he's just like, dude, it is the best thing I've ever done. You need to find a place down there. So that night, I remember getting online and I found a place that was 10 miles down the road that was ran by two purple belts. It was a straight blast gym. And I was a little nervous. My buddy had told me, though, that I was going to get my butt kicked. He was like, dude, you're going to get your butt kicked. It's just that's what's going to (laughs) happen. So don't go in there and try and win. But, man, you'll know your first night like if it's something you're going to stick with. 
but he was pretty sure. I mean, again, he's one of my best friends, so he just knew. Um, you know, he I had tried karate in the past. He knew that I was into martial arts, and so he's like, "Man, this is the best. This this is real." And so I remember going my first night, and my first night, it was a stand up night. It was right before Thanksgiving, and it was a Muay Thai boxing class, and. They asked me if I wanted to get in the cage. They actually had a physical cage, like a UFC ring, at the gym. And I put gloves on and fought a guy for three minutes. We just did one three-minute round. There was about 30 people there. And I was hooked. I loved it. And the next class I came to, I found my true love. I found Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu classes at Straight Blast were always way smaller. People were way more into the boxing, the Jeet Kune Do. Um, if you guys don't know a lot about Straight Blast Gym, they really believe in kind of that Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee mindset of training a lot of different martial arts. There's value in all martial arts. And so I had some good influences at the beginning, just that, no, 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 every martial arts has something to teach you. And at that gym, they wanted you to take all the classes. But the biggest one was striking. Well, I went to my first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class, and there was a purple belt who was teaching. And he taught just really basic triangles from the guard, just hip movement drills. And I rolled afterwards. I ended up rolling a few rounds and got destroyed by two other guys at the gym. And I just fell in I mean, like, it was instant. I fell in love. And I promise you, I'm not lying i do not think i've ever missed a training session since then like any time that i could go to the training session i went like I, I never missed my routine and i started training pretty much full time from then i was training four or five days a week and i wanted to train more i just wanted to keep training and that was the thing i haven't drank alcohol since i started brazilian jiu-jitsu and it's such a special thing when I think like when I think back at that time because I was a guy that honestly I didn't have a direction. I had quit a job where I was making really good money because I just knew that I'm not the type of guy that's going to settle for something that I don't love. And the first time that I grappled somebody, I just knew that it was in my blood. It's funny because quite a few years later I went out to LA and one of my cousins is Gokor Chebechkin, one of his first black belts. And he's Lebanese as well. And we were sitting late one night in a coffee shop. And he was telling me, he's like, man, in the Lebanese culture and like Middle East, like they believe that one person, like in every generation of a family is destined to grapple, is destined, it's in their blood to grapple. And he was like, that's you and me, like you're destined to grapple. And it really has felt like that. It's never been a chore to come to training. And I'm just so, so thankful that my buddy directed me or sent me in the direction of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And it's just, it really changed my life. Again, haven't drank in almost nine years and I don't think I'll ever go back. I haven't been tempted and just having, it's crazy what having a direction and having goals and having something that you love, what it can do. And it really is one of the best ways to beat something that 
is an addiction because I did have a big problem with alcohol and I needed something like this. I needed a purpose. So that kind of gives you an insight to what I was, uh, or at least where I was in my life when I started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And, um, you know, I really do believe people can change and it takes a while. But don't give up on people in your life that, you know, maybe you're making some bad decisions, especially if they're young. You know, I think any 20 year old, 18, 19, 20 year old, we all have very similar stories. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's my origin story, or at least how I found Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So, appreciate you guys for listening. The Conor McGregor fight was absolute insanity. I thought that he was going to destroy Cowboy. I said three minutes knockout. I didn't see 30 seconds, but man, Connor's back. I think it's really good for the sport. We've already had like four or five leads coming today, and I'm like positive. It's just all the Connor hype. People just, they want to get into it. Connor's all over ESPN right now. And um, yeah, I just, I really think this year is going to be a major, major, major growth for the sports of MMA and especially Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So um, kudos to all you guys training out there from the whites to the black belts keep training. You're going to be so happy at the end of this year if you keep a constant schedule and keep striving to be better. So until next time, guys, later.